Our first reading is from the 16th chapter of Exodus. And the whole congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the people of Israel said to them, Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I am about to rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them, whether they will walk in my law or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. And the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the people of Israel. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat. And in the morning you shall be filled with bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quail came up and covered the camp. And in the morning dew lay around the camp. And when the dew had gone up, there was on the face of the wilderness a fine, flake-like thing. Fine as frost on the ground. When the people of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather of it each one of you as much as he can eat. You shall each take an omer according to the number of the persons that each of you has in his tent. The people of Israel did so. They gathered. Some more, some less. But when they measured it with an omer, whoever gathered much had nothing left over. And whoever gathered little had no lack. Each of them gathered as much as he could eat. Our second reading is from the 10th chapter of 1 Corinthians. I want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And all were baptized into Moses in the cloud And all passed through the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. I speak as to sensible people. Judge by for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break. Is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Our third reading is from the sixth chapter of John. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. 
Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Jewish people were slaves in Egypt. They lived in Egypt for 400 years, and their lives had become very hard. The Hebrews did all the manual labor. They made the bricks, they hauled the bricks, they built the buildings. The Hebrews planted the seed in the field. They did the weeding. They harvested the food. They did all the work. But their numbers began to grow. The Egyptians were worried the Hebrews might rebel and fight them. So the Egyptians punished the Hebrews. They gave them more work to do. More bricks to make. More buildings to build. More fields to plant. More fields to harvest. And the Hebrew children paid the ultimate price. The Egyptians began to kill the baby boys. They did this for years to beat the Hebrew people down. And it worked. They were beaten down. They had nowhere else to go, nowhere else to turn to. No one except God. And God heard his people. God wasn't just a spectator of what his people were going through. God didn't just sit back and watch. God got involved. He sent one plague after another on the Egyptians to force them to let his people leave. It took a while, but finally they left. And as they left, the biggest obstacles stood in their way. A wall of water, the Red Sea. With the entire Egyptian army hot on their trail, God pushed the waters of the Red Sea aside. There was a wall of water on their right and a wall of water on their left. And through this water, all the Israelites walked through and they lived. After they passed through, the Egyptian army followed them, was wiped out as the water came crashing down on them. Today we heard a reading from Exodus about the Israelites. And it was one month after they had left Egypt. One month since they had seen ten plagues with their own eyes. It had been just one month since they saw with their own two eyes water crash down and wipe out the Egyptian army. It was just one month. And what were they doing? Thanking God for their salvation? No. Were they appreciating God for the many things he did for them to save them? No. They were complaining. They were complaining, worried that God was not going to be able to take care of them. They were worried because they didn't see any food to eat. They were worried because they didn't see any water to drink. Just one month since God caused ten mighty plagues and they were worried God would somehow forget they needed to eat and forget they needed to drink. Do we really forget that easily? Do we? I think we do sometimes. I hope we never forget God is the one who created our bodies. He knows what we need. I hope we never forget. God is the one who molded our souls and shaped them. 
He knows what we need. He knows our needs of body and soul better than we ever will. So God did something wonderful for the Israelites. He gave them bread from heaven, manna. And it came every single day for 40 years. God was gracious. But God also wanted to test the people. Even though God rained down that bread every morning, the people were only supposed to gather enough for one day. Except on the Sabbath when they were to gather two. And God would always give them enough to eat. But God wanted to test his people to see if they would trust him or not. So gather just enough for one day, no more, no less. And they were to be satisfied with what God gave. Because it was enough. Some did what God asked. Some did not. But still, God was faithful. He gave them this bread to eat for 40 years every day. Double the day before the Sabbath when they weren't supposed to gather. And that bread filled them. The bread satisfied them. The bread kept them alive. The bread kept them going. This bread was a gift from God like everything else they had in life. This bread was from the merciful hand of the Lord himself. When Jesus spoke about this bread from heaven, today in our gospel reading from John, he reminded the people that this bread was not from Moses. This bread literally came from God himself. Jesus said this, My father gives you true bread from heaven. And then he said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. And whoever believes in me shall never thirst. God is no spectator in this world. God does not merely watch our lives. He gets involved. He comes down and becomes one of us in our lives. Reigning down in this world in human flesh, becoming a man, Jesus became involved in our greatest exodus. Jesus became involved in our deliverance. Not out of Egypt, but out of captivity to the greater enemy, the devil, our sinful flesh, and even death itself. Leading us through the waters of baptism. Christ has cut off our enemies from us. Drawing everything that would harm us into that water. And redrowning those enemies every single day for us. Every day of our lives. And as Christians when we still hunger. When we still thirst. God doesn't just watch. Christ's sacrifice nourishes us every day. Christ's sacrifice reassures us of all that he has done for us and everything that he does still for us every single day. And he especially shows us that by raining heavenly bread down for all of us. Today we'll be able to enjoy our own manna, 
a thin wafer of unleavened bread, but so much more than just bread. We enjoy Christ's body and the sacrament of the altar. A body we're given so that we would never hunger, never feel empty before God the Father, but completely filled by what Jesus has done for us. And our thirst that we are given in this Lord's Supper, it's quenched in a very deep way as we drink from the cup. Christ's blood shed for us has quenched any thirst for righteousness we may have. We can never become holy on our own. But holiness can be given to us. And through Christ, it is. Jesus himself said, we never have to hunger and we never have to thirst ever again. And we don't. God has not rescued us from our own exodus from death and the devil only to leave us to starve. Not at all. God the Father has supplied everything we could want or ever need through the sacrifice of Christ. And that will never change. We will always be satisfied by him. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.